It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, meaning good evening in French. Bonjour, it's Simon Marcel. Et bienvenue. Welcome to The Rendezvous. We're going to talk love and relationships. Um, I just want to pass a message that outside of show hours, when you have a question, you can always leave me a voicemail, 855-905-8255, or just uh, an email, for instance, at therendezvousshow.com or uh, Instagram and Twitter at Rendezvous Radio. Why? Because I know, you know, it takes a little while because, you know, I can only do so many a night, but I'm going to get to all of them slowly but surely. So don't hesitate. Any questions, 24-7, just reach out to me. And if you're ready right now, call me, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Megan. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. So, Megan, how can I help you? Um, so I've been seeing this guy online over the past couple of months, and it's been really nice to be able to, you know, virtually see someone over video chat. Um, yep. But every time that we set up a virtual date, uh, his roommates keep popping in and saying hi and, like, kind of interrupting our date. And it's just... <laughs> For real? I don't know. It's bothering me. Yeah, I want to get to know this guy. I don't want to get to know his roommate. So, like, I was wondering if you could give me advice on how to politely ask him to not invite his roommate oh wait a minute does he he invites his roommate to the conversation or the roommates kind of like jokingly pops out what i mean who who makes that happen i think a little bit of both he like every once in a while i'll hear a door shut and then he'll say like oh hey come on over then there are other times where he'll be like oh my roommate's gonna join us you okay with that and like i don't want to say no and be rude but so Two months, and you've never had one online date alone with this guy? No. Hmm. Interesting. And you really like this guy, right? Yeah, I really like him. I'd like to get to know him. I mean, unfortunately, right now with everything going on, I haven't had you know, a physical date with him yet, but I'm hoping to in the future. Sure, sure, sure. Well, why? I mean, don't be shy. I would text the guy. I would, I would text the guy, hey, listen, uh, I really like your roommate, but it would be better now from now on if it would just be the two of us. So we can really get to know each other, and then okay. uh, and you say it's not against your roommate, good guy, but I, you know, I think it'd be great if, if from now on, we, you know, we we create a little world of our own with a smiley. Okay, that's a good idea. I didn't think about texting him. Yeah, you know, and then he'll understand. In his answer, watch his answer. If his answer is not exactly on the same page than you, then Houston, we have a problem, right? If if he's <laughs> oh, the guy's cool, I can't tell him. Don't even waste more time with this guy. Because okay. on his own, if I was this guy, I would want the intimacy and the proximity with you alone to create the connection. Mm-hmm. So we're going to give him one last chance, text him. If he doesn't say, yeah, sure, great idea, and it's all about, oh, I don't know if I can tell him, then I'm telling you that will be the red flag that you need to stop seeing this guy. Okay, I'll definitely do that. But hopefully not. Hopefully, let's be positive. Hopefully he says, great idea, I'm sorry, and from now on, it's just you and him. All right. I like that. All right, Megan. I hope that helps you. Let's be direct. Good text. Good luck to you and have a good night. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Coming up, and I'm due for that, I'm going to play a voicemail from Connor, who has a question, a love question for me, and I really want to help Connor. So his voicemail and his question is next. So please remember, if you have a question 24-7, all you got to do is leave me a voicemail at 855-905-8255. And I promise you, with a little time, I'll get to it. Just like the voicemail of Connor. Hey, Simon. My name's Connor. Uh, I got this issue. Basically, I got this crush, and I can't talk to her because 
she's actually, it's my best friend's sister. I don't know how to approach this, and I really want to know what you think on this matter. If you get back to me on your show, that'd be great. I'm always listening. Thank you. All right, Connell, great question. How do you approach your best friend's sister if you have a crush on her? I'm going to give you my advice next. What should you do if you have a crush on somebody's sister? Which is exactly the question Connell uh, asked me to answer uh, in his voicemail. So, Connell, the good news is, A, there's nothing wrong to ask out somebody's brother or sister. It's not bad. It's natural. Uh, I would not announce it to the world. I would not say to uh, your best friend, hey, I have a crush on your sister. I would not get as much involved. I would just get to know the sister a little more first. Just get to know her. And once you get to know her better, if you feel she's also interested, one day you just say, hey, why don't we have coffee together, just the two of us? And uh, it's not like you have to ask authorization. It's not an ex. It's just a sister. And so my advice is for this. You follow your heart. I assume you're a good guy. And maybe the sister's just waiting for you to, to make a move. All you got to do, take your time, get to know the sister, and see how it goes. Who doesn't dare, doesn't live. Good luck, and let's hope the universe brings the two of you together. Your calls are next. If you have a question about your relationship, just call the rendezvous. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Brittany. Uh, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What's going on between you and the guy you're dating? Um, we have been living together since the start of quarantine, and it was kind of sooner than we expected. And now I'm thinking about getting my own place, um, even though we're really happy, and I, I don't know what to do. I see. What happened during the quarantine that makes you decide, well, maybe I don't want to live with him anymore? Um, I do want to live with him, but I, I guess I just kind of miss having my own space, and I, and maybe just we've been spending too much time together because we've been stuck at home. Oh, I see. And what does he say? Is he, is he okay with that? Is he on board? Does he want you to stay? What's, what's his take? Uh, he wants me to stay, but he feels like if I need to get my own place, he would understand too. Hmm. It's his home. Okay, it's his home. So, and uh, in your intuition, because women intuition is always right on, would you say that it's a good idea to move out or your intuition, you know, sings to you, you should stay? I feel like more of me feels like I should stay. <laughs> if your intuition tells you you should stay, you should stay. So in life, we do really what's good for us. It's not always mm -hmm. logical. It's, not, it's just like, if your intuition, and I repeat, women intuition is 100% right on all the time, I say that you should stay and not break what you built. Because you built with him a house, and you're going to like uh, break the first floor and then leave, right? Then mm -hmm. you have to rebuild mm -hmm. it again. So my advice would be to follow your intuition. Just stay with him and, and not take a break and go somewhere else or go back home. Yeah, okay. If he's on board, That's obviously. Yeah, yeah, he is, he is. All right then, well, I'm glad you called me. So that's the solution, stay there and offer to pay half the rent. See, you know, what's fair, what's finance is, is huge. So things are fair. And then continue to build what the, the, the family house and, and this love story you've started together. Yeah, absolutely. I already paid half the bills, so yeah, I'm halfway there. <laughs> Well, if you, yeah, you're already there. If you pay half the bill, you're already there. <laughs> and good for you. That, that's very fair and wonderful. Thank you so much. All right, Brittany. Well, stay and enjoy. Thank you for your phone call and have a good night.
Thank you, Simon. Coming up, I'm going to answer Jess' Instagram DM question about the guy she's dating. She needs my help, so her Instagram DM question is next. So I received an Instagram DM question at Rendezvous Radio from Jess. She says, Bonjour, Simon. I am so confused. I'm dating this guy, and things have been going great. But when I was at his place earlier tonight, he told me that he tends to lose attraction for women after the ooh-la-la. We haven't had it yet, and now I'm scared to do it. Why would he say that, and what do I do with that information? Yeah, great question. What do you think it means if the guy you're dating but you haven't had ooh-la-la yet tells you that he loses attraction with women after he had the ooh-la-la? I'm going to translate that very clearly next. So... What should you do if, like Jess, you're dating a guy, it's kind of new, you haven't had ulala yet, but the guy just casually says to you that he tends to lose attraction for women after he had the ulala wisdom. So Jess goes, well, what does that mean? Now she's scared to even go there, and, you know, uh, why would a guy say that, and what should you do? It's very simple. The guy, Jess, you're seeing, just told you the program. If you ulala with him, but he gave you a warning, it was very fair in that way, it will be the end of it all. Meaning that he's not in love with you, just like he was not in love with the other women he dated. And maybe that's okay, you know, maybe it was, everybody's okay, not everybody has to be in love with everybody, but he gave you the warning. If you ulala with me, don't expect a relationship. It's purely for fun. That's exactly what he meant. And now, Jess, you have to decide whether you want to have fun with him just for the sake of fun, or it's not what you're looking for, and don't have ulala with him and find somebody else. I hope that helps. You call the next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Amélie. Hello, Simon. How are you? Bonjour. What's going on? How can I help you tonight? Well, the backstory is I, I am single and I'm in my late 30s, and I recently lost my job. And because of that, I wasn't able to pay my rent. And I had to move back in with my parents. Okay. And so it's just really hard for me because when I go out on these dates and, and I meet men that I think are maybe a, a great fit for me and we start to have a real connection, I freak out and I self-sabotage and I run away or I ghost them because I'm so insecure and scared to share with them that I'm Basically, I'm homeless, <laughs> and in my late 30s, I'm back at home with my parents. I see. Um, first of all, you're not homeless at all. Let's, let's put back things in perspective. Um, it's a very different level to be homeless than to live at your parents, so number one. Number two, everybody has have had trouble. You know, the job market has exploded, so there's nothing to be ashamed of. And, and really, guys think very differently than women on that. Go. They go, I like this girl. She's cute. She's charming. She's fun. I want to get to know her. Whether you live at home in your in a fancy apartment, a house, or at your parents, right now, in the time we're in, with the universe upside down, no one cares. So I want you to feel good. Next time you go on a date, you can tell, listen, I've lost my job, I leave my parents. If you want, just remember, guys are A, visual, two, very simple. They find you cute and charming, it's on. I'm a guy. Okay, I've been alone in my house for four and a half months with my teddy bear, Mr. Lewis, that's all. And I, it, it, really, it's true. And I really think that most guys do not care right now because of the situation about where you live, okay? 
my heart right now is like exploding with like such a, a nice feeling. And I haven't had that in a long time. And I feel like listening to you say all that just made me feel really confident. And I think, I know you're right. I listen to you and you give the best advice. So Thank you. I guess all I can say is merci. I think I need to look at this with a different set of eyes, you know? You're most welcome. Totally relax. Just listen. It's all about the chemistry, the connection, get to know each other. And then it's on, girl. All right. I like that. It's on. Okay. I'm going back into the right, world I mean, with a new set of eyes. So thank you so much. You're most welcome. And don't ever think again you're homeless because you live at your parents. No, you're not. That's you it. have somewhere That's to go, right. so you're good. I'm lucky that they are there for me, even this, you know, late in life. I'm very lucky to have them. So I'm blessed. Absolutely. Emily, thank you so much for your call. Et bonsoir. Oh, thank you so much, Simon. Have a good night. You know, I got to say I'm inspired to talk a little more about being, you know, self-conscious. We all are self-conscious of something when we go out on a date, right? Let's talk about what matters the most when we go out on a date. Next. When you go out on the first date, what do you think matters the most to you and, and to the person you're going to be on the date with? My last caller, Amelie, who was a sweetheart, said, you know, with the pandemic and the quarantine, I lost my job, I had to move back to my parents, and then I feel, you know, I'm afraid guys, you know, maybe look at me like, you know, not so like positive, and I explained to her, you know, listen, guys don't care. Right now, the universe is so upside down, no one cares about you living at your parents, whether you're 20, 30, 40, or 50. No one cares. We're all in survival mood. So then you ask yourself, what does matter the most when we go out on a date? I'm going to tell you that next. So what do you think matters the most when you go on a first date? Is that where you live? Is that what you do? Is that what you look like? Is that your weight? Is that your hairdo? Is that the brands? Is that the car you're driving? The transportation? Where your family lives? Is that your income? Is that your history? No, no. It's all that, of course, but most importantly, please mark my words. It's whether you like each other or you don't. And I can tell you that, you know, it takes five to ten minutes for me as a guy, regardless of all those informations, whether I have a good feeling and a good vibe with you or not. Please, we all have, you know, things that are not perfect, all of us. But none of this matters, because when you go on a date with a new person, you want to get to know them, and you want to get to know if you hear the ding, the vibe, the connection. All right? Just please keep that in mind and be spontaneous. Life is too short to think about it too much. You cause the next. If you want to share with me a romantic chapter of your life, please call me. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Noël. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. So, I should say congratulations. I understand you just got engaged before everything happened. Yes, thank you. Yes, tell me what happened. Yeah, I thought it was just so sweet and romantic. Um, so my, or I guess my fiancé, yeah, my fiancé and I got together in high school, and then um, we broke up when we went off to college, but we both ended up moving back home, um, met again, fell in love again, um, and then he proposed on Valentine's Day, actually. And it was so cute because we actually had our first kiss. He had snuck over to my house sophomore mm -hmm. year of high school. And um, <laughs> we were up on, you know, he snuck over. We were sitting on my roof, and he kissed me for the first time. Ooh, and, um, nice. and so this is like, oh, man, well, like 12, 12 years later, we're back together. And he actually, like, took me. My parents still live there, and they knew that this was going to happen. And we went over for dinner, and then he took me onto the roof and proposed. 
Wow. How did you feel? I mean, I just, did you see it coming? And how did you feel when he like proposed on the I roof? Mean, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of, I mean, we had talked about marriage. Like I knew that was coming, but it's not like we had looked at rings. He, it, it ended up being like his grandmother's ring and it's beautiful. Um, wow. So, I mean, we were serious for sure, but I had no idea it was going to happen that day. It was total surprise. I thought he was just being kind of cute, taking me back onto the roof. And so, um, you know, it was it was wonderful and so sweet that he like remembered that you know that moment. I love it. Listen, engage. I've heard a lot of that. I've never heard yet a proposal on a roof of a house yet. <laughs> so that that's a first on the rendezvous. Noel, thank you so much. Congrats to both of you. Many thank many years you. of happiness. Thank you so much, Simon. You're most welcome and have a good night. I want to finish the show with a question for you based on a conversation I had with friends of mine. So here's the question. Do your friends usually like who you date? That question and new votes are coming up next. Would you say that your friends usually like who you date or not really? And it's interesting because I had this conversation with friends of mine in the neighborhood who were saying that, you know, when uh, they bring somebody new to the circle of friends, they always get anxious and worried you know, are you guys going to like my partner or my girlfriend or my boyfriend or whoever that is? And it, I think there's a little anxiety about this. So I wanted to know what you thought, and I posted that on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. Here are the results of you votes, actually. 86% of you voted, yes, luckily my friends usually like who I date. 14% of you said, nope, it's tough because my friends don't usually like who I date. And I must say that most of my friends like who I date, so I'm part of the 86%. Thank you so much for your votes. Thank you for being with me tonight. Appreciate that. Thank you for your trust. And remember, any questions during the day, voicemail, 855-905-8255, website, therendezvousshow.com. Have a good night. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.